Wait. I clapped and oop. Leave that in. Ooh, baby. This week we have a wild episode. And by wild, I mean it's very shitty. And by shitty, I don't mean bad. I mean we talk about poop. Scat. 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 We also talked to, we talked to one of my favorite drag queens ever, Miss Mother Teresa, all the way from Brooklyn, New York. This was so fun. Lots of good chats. Lots of sex talk. So um, much sex talk. This is this is why I like having the uninhibited uh, divas on here because they really, she really, really went there. She really, really went there. That's from the Rusical. <laughs> that is Shady Queens six. or whatever. It yeah. Was. <laughs> um, this is a great app. So I also tell a very detailed story about a, a, an event that I attended. Uh, which I think is a is a good enough payoff. And um, the whole time we were on the call, Meatball was applying concealer to her face. I, and I still am. And I look <laughs> crazy. I should take it off before I go out today. All right. Enjoy this episode. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Hi, you slaps, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks. Welcome to Big Dipper, Sloppy and Seconds with Meatball and Sloppy and Seconds. This is Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. And What's welcome the, to the show, show called and who are we, please? It's called Welcome to My Show, Faggots. And okay. Meatball okay. has been fully applying what? Highlighter? Concealer? What is that? It's a, it's currently an unreleased kimchi sheet concealer. A, it's called a real... Oh, no, it's a foundation, but I was just using it as a concealer. It's wonderful. I got it at the Kimchi Chic party. But that's not what we're here to talk about today. Today, we have the one, <laughs> the only, the most incredible goon queen I've ever met. <laughs> we have Mother Teresa all the way from Brooklyn, New York. Hello, Mother I Teresa. Can't. Hello. Hello, Gorge. Hello, beauties. Thanks for being I here. Will... Now, yeah, oh, my ahead. God. Thanks for having me. I definitely will take the, the goon queen over the alleged scat queen. Well, it's not alleged. alleged. It's not alleged. Didn't you used to use a toilet seat? Are you not sitting on that on that toilet seat right now? Oh no! My love. What are you showing us? This is an audio I'm medium. You, this is a tattoo of a toilet on my arm uh, that was actually drawn uh, on my wall in my apartment by a friend who had passed away. So I was like, "We're getting the toilet." <laughs> and what is the significance of a toilet for you? What does that mean to you? Um, you know, it could mean a lot of things. Um, I truly love eating butt, um, and I love whole. So a toilet for me equals, like, rim jobs. It equals, like, being comfortable, you know. <laughs> I feel at home when, I, when my mouth is, like, around an anus. Do you so poop you- in front of um, <laughs> sexual partners? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I totally have pooped in front of sexual partners. I am weirdly, though, like, pee shy, which I don't get. Pee shy, but not poop shy. So you're not a piss queen. Well, I mean, poop shy, too. Have you ever tried to poop for someone? It's, like, really uncomfortable. Not for someone. Not, what do you mean, for someone? Yeah, where would you poop for them? <laughs> I don't... 
we were just talking their, about scat queens. Girl, uh, come on, get with the pro. We're saying ex- Listen, the I have probe. a question. We're saying there's an alleged it. scat queen here in Los Angeles, and I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, wait. No, you told me, and I followed her. She looks, she's giving scat. She gives scat, right? You look at her, and you're like, she does scat. Well, like, you know, you can just, like, look at someone and be like, yeah, they eat poop. But can you look at someone and say, that's definitely a piss girl? I this is harder to clock, I think. I think no, this is absolutely. a much harder thing to clock. Well, I no, because also... what about like the secret, like the secret, the closet piss queens? Because I think, I think, I think the obvious ones are easy to clock, but yeah, the ones who smell. like look really straight lace and like have hand sanitizer at the ready, and then all of a sudden they're like, "I want to drink all your pee." You're like, "I was not expecting that." I told you about the one time I was backstage at precinct and someone had just come from like a piss party. Covered but didn't in piss. shower, and so they stank like piss. Like they stank like eight different types of pee, and then we're using Uh-oh. all of the drag queens' baby wipes and makeup wipes to get it off. We were like, "Go to the bathroom, grab a bar towel, and suds." Why were they up. in the dressing room? Were they a queen? They were a pro- no. They were a go go. Oh, I feel like mm. I feel like when I feel like that's sort of putting your fetish onto other people without their consent. If you're go-go dancing and you're covered in piss before well, you trying even... to get it off. I think it was late. Oh, he was late coming from the piss event, yeah. trying to then get it off to then perform at the go-go event. I understand. I hate it here. Let's return. Right, let's back. talk about let's go back to you. So you are a drag or dra- oh, you are a performer. A performance artist. Now let me say, you do that cool thing. You do that cool thing where you take all the vowels out of your name on Instagram. (laughs) And I always thought that your name was like Thrissa. (laughs) (laughs) When I I was the first moment I was introduced. The first first show that I did, it was Counter Corner in Miami with Miss Toto, believe it or not. And oh. I they welcomed me to the stage. It wasn't Toto on the mic, it was um uh Carlo Croquetta and oh, I love um, and Gio. I'll get up on stage, they're like, Wait, girl, what's your drag name? And I'm like, <laughs> they like knew how it was spelled, so they were like, Murder Tersa. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. Honestly, fuck. No, but I love the. You're like, like you got no... the turd part right. Sorry, <laughs> I love, ah! I love, <laughs> I love the no vowel. I love the like. It's kind of like a mock on like pretentious DJs and or musicians. Like, Word. I'm not saying they are pretentious, but like Starfucker or Subtract or um, Tonight is also a really mm. good uh, DJ DJ duo, but. Um, I pulled inspo from there when I decided to actually give a, a spelling to the name. And what what caught did you have any other drag names before you landed on Mother Teresa? No, unfortunately not. I was just gonna go by my like actual name as a performer, Dylan Thomas. Like I was pretty set on that, but um I in high school was giving unsolicited anal advice to a bunch of like freshman gays who were in my theater department. And what do you one mean of them unsolicited? Wait, wait, unsolicited. You go, ah, ah, I mean, ah, ah, okay, everyone I mean, listen we were, up at the school assembly. You know, we we were supposed to be practicing um, a Chicago number, and it ended up me just being like, "All right, here's what you're gonna do." You're going to stick that Zephyr Hills water bottle up your little boy hole. 
and squirt that water up and clean everything you got in there because Miss Think, you are going to want to be clean for this. And I literally just went into like a full like anal advice. Meanwhile, I've only bottomed probably at this moment like once or twice and the rest of it was just like on my own. But so you were like, if you're going to pop six squish uh, uh, Cicero lip shits, you're going to need to be clean. You, you were like, listen, bottoms, if you want to kick these high kicks, that asshole better be empty. So wait. Okay. So, so um, I one of them, thought you started drag in, in Brooklyn, but you started in Miami? I did, yeah. Very I was well driving an hour. I was driving an hour out of... Um, in Florida to to go to Miami. I would literally, I was living with my family. I would get into drag and drive an hour uh, with a four loco in one hand and my steering wheel in the other. <laughs> Terrible. That's Cruising drinking and booze. driving. What are you doing? Staying um, away. We can actually blame Rubber Child and Lisa Limbaugh for that one because um, <gasps> I they they had a party in, on, in South Beach on Sundays. It was called like electric sheep or something i don't even know and um it was at score it was so heinous but like all the girls like showed up for it always in looks so i was like 19 or 20 at the time so i was just like putting really bad makeup on myself and then using a fake id of my drug dealer at the time who looked nothing like me (laughs) so it was just like it, it, it really worked it really worked florida living in florida was like Probably a very bad mistake. Why? Wait, but where are you originally from? Florida? From Florida. I had no choice. I had no choice. Okay. That's so fun. Okay, so you go all the way back to Rubber and Lisa, and they were the original Piss Queens. Wasn't that? They Girl, were the House of House Piss? House of Piss. Yeah. Yes, God. House of Or piss. maybe they House might have been of Church piss. of Piss. What's that song, House of Love? Was it Church of Piss? Maybe it was Church of Piss. I don't know. I don't know. But I knew I so, knew uh, Miss Rubber, like, even before she was a drag performer. And she was a makeup artist working at a Mac counter in Macy's in the same mall that I was working at Forever 21. And I would see her and her fucking lips pump into the store. And I would always be like, who is this fucking faggot? And later on, truth be told, I ended up realizing that she was a booked queen. And I was pumping oh. to her gigs every Sunday. <laughs> Wow. Love. <laughs> what what made you like start performing in drag? Just going and seeing those shows with them? You wanted the attention. You needed the attention. You um, said I'm done just <laughs> showing up with a fake ID. Honestly, I uh like I said came from like a theater background, so I was like it, I I was bound to end up performing, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy like the way I did was pretty organically. Well, well, we love an organic queen, especially we, a shitty one. A, so then you decide. So then you decide <laughs> to move to Brooklyn from Miami. You're already and, performing. You're a bearded doll. What oh, made bearded. you choose? What made you choose Brooklyn over the beard? Anywhere else? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was like studying Brooklyn drag. Like when I was in Miami, I already knew about like bath salts. Um, I already knew, like, uh, I was watching, like, you know. Now, Bath Salt was a party thrown by Macy. Yeah, Macy Rodman. Yeah, Macy Rodman. And I believe, I think someone else. And it was at this, like, wait, was it? Shitty, shitty Mexican restaurant, I think. Don Julio. And it made, I think it, it was made, Mame. It made no was it sense. Mame? Mame. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because weren't they roommates at the they, time? Oh, yeah. Not as chronicling. Uh, cr- what's the word? Chronicling uh, people we don't know. Uh, so I I was like basing like what I thought good drag was honestly off of like these YouTube videos because I was I was already watching like you know performers queens who were on RuPaul's Frack Race but I also was like kind of <laughs> storming into these like little like YouTube accounts uh Chris of her had uh, a show called Dudes at Macri Park and I uh would catch all the videos that they put online that's like where I first saw Sasha Valora perform like mm. on those videos and I was like who is this uh, it girl, is really in this cool tiny shitty bar you are a studier of Brooklyn drag you know it you know really I cool just in the digital age that like it's not just about the people who are at the four bars that you can drive to but it is like you can be inspired by a scene in another city and then go and Hell connect yeah. with that scene oh yeah now, what was... is it about Brooklyn drag because it's Brooklyn drag and chick- let's go to break Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this so is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% 20% off your next spot. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. 
and we're back. Oh, what a break. You nailed that one. So my favorite cities for Dragon, I've said it numerous times, are Chicago and Brooklyn. What mm. do you think it is about Brooklyn Drag that's so different from everywhere else? You're in the scene, so you can probably tell me more about it than just my opinions. Um, that is a good question. Honestly, I think almost in every city you see um, kind of this division in the sense of, like, dare I say, polished performers who some are good, some maybe aren't, but they just have a name and a title for themselves and they're navigating through you know, the queer scene easily. And then we have, like, the downtowners, the hairy girls, the non-conventional drag performers, um, who obviously I, I, as my, as a non-conventional drag performer, kind of am attracted. And I, I move towards that kind of scene. Um, I think that obviously is what uh, I found interest in Brooklyn. Uh, I mean, also in Miami, there was a downtown scene that was like slowly occurring. Like there was raves happening, warehouse parties, drag shows were integrated into these rave and like queer uh, parties. In South Beach, in South Beach, you'll find a bitch in a $600 wig in a full sequin bodysuit jumping into a split off of a bus. (laughs) <laughs> in downtown right. Miami, the that, which Queen. is incredible that's <laughs> which that's, is incredible yeah, that's beyond because i love watching those <laughs> videos of that brunch i mean who doesn't who doesn't love right. like a palace brunch but also at the same time like i don't think as as at the time when i was bearded i mean i don't even think i would be booked there now but i just personally don't think like that would be you know the people who would be booking me, unfortunately. Yeah, right. So there, there was, there was always like a, a secret division, and obviously there is a division here in New York where it's like the Manhattan girls and the the Brooklyn kids who are just like work. We just had <laughs> um, Tina Burner on, and uh-huh. she was talking about working like nine days a week in Manhattan, and like she would, she would go to Brooklyn if she had the opportunity or something. Um, what what do you do you think that there's no crossover because it's a distance to ride the train or because they're just not interested in having fun? Um, I think that there is <laughs> Which a crossover. One is the day, meatball. <laughs> the day is the Manhattan Queens not coming to perform in, in Brooklyn. I would say there is. There totally is a crossover, obviously. Name like three. it's not like it's not like we don't see like Brooklyn performers have shows in Um, Manhattan. For an example, um, Neon Calypso is always in fucking Manhattan. Esa Noche has a brunch at the Standard in Manhattan. Um, Yeah, I love it. I don't fucking know. The Q also has is now like a thing. Oh, I just bunch of Brooklyn girls stormed there. Did you enjoy yourself? I um, it's very tall and it was very warm. And we, I had one cocktail and I ran into Marty Gold Cummings and then I left. Those stairs, I feel like Frankie is just waiting. Like, there are going to be so many injuries on those stairs. Like, that there is were, there, it was treacherous. It's, okay, so the queue is in like Midtown. Right. It's yeah. like basically Times Square. And I think it was like four stories tall. And there's not an elevator. Well, I didn't see an elevator. There's stairs. You just have to like walk upstairs all four stories. So drunk people are going to fall because I used to fall downstairs at, at therapy all the time. Not therapy. 
Yeah, Mama, I used to be that girl. Yeah, me so you didn't, love you didn't start drag. You didn't start drag until you moved out of New York. Correct. And I mm. saw a couple drag shows, but it was it was Manhattan drag. I didn't know Brooklyn drag existed. Okay, is that why you're like such a polished queen? Ah, do you, you think, think I'm polished? a polished queen? <laughs> I consider myself to be like a little bit dirty, a little nasty, a little punk. Too dirty to clean your act up. Um, you're so polished, babe. I am not, no. What? Yeah, says what who? Sorry, says who? First of all, you're the one who sh- just shaved your face and became a woman. Yeah. So what prompted that? What prompted? And the you go- shaved your head. Are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> Do you no. shave your booty Is that what you say to people on Growler? No. Boochie cat? <laughs> Yo, Boochie cat. <laughs> Come get this Boochie cat. Um, so wait, what made you decide to become I, a human hair, so, full-bodied, <laughs> breastplate woman? So, um, Irregular Girl, I'm Irregular Girl from Chicago, had a, I love a Sophie, Sophie tribute show. Um, mm-hmm. And I signed myself up for it. It was a fundraiser show. Uh, and for the project, because we're it was online, so we were just submitting videos. So I had uh, submitted a video where I had a mental breakdown, shaved my brows, shaved my beard, <clears throat> bleached the hair, even though it was like fake. And um, I just I had like a Mary the Night music video uh, moment where yeah. she just has a mental breakdown. Essentially, that's what I did, um, and it kind of stuck. I ended up like editing these videos and being like, "Fuck." Like, I don't know if I can go back now. I'm literally a binary drag queen. Like, what happened to me? Like, like I hate it. And then slowly but surely, I started to, like, you know, obviously the heels had to come off, like, huge back pain, huge back issue. I was like, we, this, we can't be doing this kind of drag that is, like, sending me into the floor. So I started, like, doing the binary from, like, the knees up. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? And then yeah, just, like. The Brooklyn girls don't wear heels. Well, they love to wear a flat. Yeah, also just, like, another reason, like, why bookings would be weird for me in certain spaces. Because, you know, obviously certain people will look at a drag queen like me and be like, love the look, but, like, why are you in a pair of sneakers? And I'm like, love the look. Obviously, you didn't catch that these are designer sneakers. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> she said, okay. She got can you spell Balenciaga? I mean, we have to, We if you're going to wear a sneaker, you just, you you know, you have to be like cute. You have to pull it off. So you've so, taken into account the sneaker game. Oh my God, absolutely. I am definitely a hype beast. <laughs> you got the beast part right. Now, have you found <gasps> that... <laughs> It's shading lost. the dolls. All, shading the dolls. <laughs> we're all being with the, the digital delay is losing uh, the charm. Just how about we a break? How about we go to a break? Let's run to a break. I have to tell you a story about why my hands hurt about clapping your hands oh wait right 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 right, right, right. and you mother Teresa is the perfect i almost called you dylan the perfect person to tell the story to (laughs) yes we okay so we were talking about 
drag, I made a shady comment to you about your beard. But the next thing I was going to ask you called her a beast. (laughs) You called her a beast. Just call me a brick, Dipper. Just call me a brick. No, because here's the thing. You said it. What you know, when you shave the beard off, you're giving a different type of fantasy. For sure. Are you catching all the flies with honey? What do they call it? You fucking drag. Your bussy getting blown out. She's the strict um, top. Yeah, I actually have had less of a hookup, uh, like regular situation since shaving the beard. And I don't know if it's because of that or if it's just because I've just been like really wrapped up and busy and things and masturbating Look, a lot with people and, on Skype. And COVID. Oh, yeah, we're gonna like get to digital... we're gonna get to gooning. Hold on, hold on. Let me ask a question, Dipper. <laughs> I wasn't trying do to interrupt you. you. It's your shut fucking up. internet. Do you think that it? Do you think that maybe it's the no eyebrows, no beard combo? Um, it is definitely the no eyebrows, no beard combo. It's also, I mean, you know, not trying to shade everyone in New York City, but <laughs> the gays here are fucking trash. Um, and everyone's expectations are just like through the roof. Um, and if you're not like some able-bodied, cisgendered, muscular person then i don't really know why you're even existing <laughs> fuck i love that uh, you said drag the dolls you said even, the bears, even the bears even the bears here are fucking trash wait Literally, tell us about like, the bears in new york trash <laughs> tell us about the eagle trash why what do they do <clears throat> um <laughs> I have I have moments where like I'll be like you know what yeah like I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna make it very clear that I'm like non-binary femme adjacent femme whatever the fuck you want to call it oh, on my growler profile. No, it's not even about the he him. I've honestly given up on that. Like <laughs> I'm just you know it, it it obviously when you admit to being a drag queen or admit to um kind of practicing com- some kind of like femme expression then all of a sudden like their interest is gone for you whether oh. you whether you like to admit it or not like the like femme phobia specifically in the bear community is like absolutely outrageous um and i have moments where like i'll do that and then i'll you know obviously spiral and then put a photo of myself back up with facial hair like i'll let it grow take the photo Mm. be like "Mm, i'm cut and then like someone who's ignored me for years in the same fucking borough literally has the nerve to be like woof what's up and i'm like oh fuck off it's really now i did recently see that you Sucked a man off, or he sucked you off, and then ignored you on the subway platform. Wait, what? Um, I mean, welcome to New York, babe. How many times has that happened? In the words Christ. of Taylor Swift, "Welcome to New York." That's you know actually what, I mean? what her song was about. She sucked a guy. No off, one opens her. the door. The door for a native for a New Yorker. Ah. Um, I will say though, from a personal standpoint. I have seen people without facial hair and not been attracted to them. And then when they grew a beard, I was attracted to them. So there is something to that. That doesn't mean I completely ignored them when they didn't have facial hair. But how do you how do you get around that idea? You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't, and I'm still dealing with internalized transphobia because of it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> that's not what I was trying to say, but do do either no, of you you're a transphobe now, Dipper? <laughs> Just slap the labels on me. I'm here we go. Um but uh, do either of you have things like that on people? Like if someone gets for me also it's like if someone gets You know too for s- me it's a mustache. If a man has a mustache, he's immediately more attractive to me. Right, right. To me, I'm like if um, someone gets too skinny. Don't get. Mm, oh yeah. They sort of cross. Too thin, the, I'm out. They yeah, they cross the borderline, and I'm like, mm. oh, your COVID weight was cute, but now you're like back to how you were before. I'm not interested, and no I just word. can't help it. But can yeah, I? That's I the real question. My type is like honestly all over the place. And mm. also I'm like, I'm really, I'm really weird with like specific body parts. Like you could be the ugliest person in the world, but baby, your feet. Oh, or like, a foot or like you're, so oh, you're a well, foot queen too. I'm everything queen. And like, I will also like see like, you know, a dad, he's like in his like mid fifties and he has like a ball belly, but like his booty in these like cargo shorts with 12 pockets Bitch, it's the S. So you're looking for, for a me. flat dad booty or a big dad booty? No, it's the big S dad shape. booty from the profile. Yes, their ball gut and then their ass. If that makes it, well, S. see now that's all you guys are asking for a hard combo because you don't often see that. You see ball oh, belly, see no often. booty. You or see big it. Booty, you no see belly. it on straight men all the time who just randomly have cake and then eat too much cake. And that gives you that perfect S shape. right? For no reason. For For no no reason. reason. They're like limping. It's not like they like work out all the time. They're they're just sort of making their way through life and somehow have this beautiful S shape from the side. Also really into shorties, uh, which I I love a short man. Yes. Like fully obsessed, like on my knees. For a short person, absolutely. <laughs> now, where are you doing most of your uh, New York City cruising pre-COVID? Where were you hitting it up? I was Blast a. The spots. I was a resident at the Marriott on 49th in Lexington. Okay, um, where? I, the businessman special. Was posting about this online because this experience that I had in the bathroom was like honestly bananas. And when I started to post about it, I realized that. It was a hot spot, and all the kids have been going there apparently to suck dick under the stall. I can't do that under the stall mess I can't because do it under my stall. body doesn't work like that. I don't have that kind of flexibility. That's low also, to the if ground. If someone comes in, they're gonna see you. You're, they're gonna see you scrambling to get so, up. So in in the Marriott, in this bathroom specifically, there's three stalls, and you can't see in them. You can only see in them if you're in one of the stalls. So, like, anyone in the bathroom can't really see you, which is why I was able to straddle my body across all three stalls, eat ass in one of the stalls, get my dick sucked in the middle stall, and have my feet dangling in the other stall, which was my stall. So, at some point, you had to crawl through one stall to get to the last one. Correct, Your Honor. Wait, I want to hear a little bit more about this banana story. Um, I was yeah. talking to some guy who just was like, meet me here. And I'm like, are you sure about that? And he's like, yes, I like I cruise here all the time. And so I really didn't question it. And I met him, met up with him. And we had like 
we met there like three or four times before we were like interrupted. So I would say on the fourth time, yeah, on the fourth time I got there and there was three people already in the stalls and I was texting my trade like, hello, like, what what are y'all doing in there? He's like, oh, I have someone in here already. LOL, we're having fun. Like, give me five minutes. I'm like, bitch. So I'm waiting outside of the bathroom. Some boy leaves. I go into the bathroom. There is a, another boy on the other side filming his erect dick <laughs> popping out of the stall as my trade that I came there to meet is in the middle stall and he is jerking him off and sucking him off. Meanwhile, I have my pants to my ankles and I keep looking under like literally what is happening. All of a sudden, my stall door opens because I guess I did not fucking lock it. And this CEO man is staring at me with my pants under my ankles and I'm like literally on the floor trying to get my dick sucked and I'm appalled and he's like, um, I close the door, I get my shit together, I leave, I text my guy and I'm like, I, this is this is too hot in here. And he's like, he's the block joining. Is hot. He's like, he's, he's joining. joining. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this is not happening. The boy in the other stall leaves. I replace him. I go into that stall. I am looking under the stall and I now make eye contact across three stalls. I make eye contact with the man that just opened my stall door. Fast forward, fast forward, I'm sprawled out on the floor of all three stalls. The floor the of, a, of a bathroom of a hotel Correct. in New York City. <laughs> um, this, this man who just interrupted me is now squatting over my face. He, like, had put his briefcase down. He, like, took his loafers off. He, like, is fully squatting He really made himself face. at home. As my as the guy who's who I came here to meet has no idea what's going on other than he sees my head like out into the other stall. And so he's just like sucking me off in the middle stall. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And then the the CEO man gets up, hands me his phone, and he goes, Give me your email. And I give him some burner account email, and we've been emailing ever since. And I've yet to like meet up with him again. And it's but been you like wanna- two. You it's been like two whole, years. My love, he had again. a gorgeous dick. It was massive for no reason. He is married. He has kids. And he has a sweaty butthole that tasted delicious. Well, you heard it I just wonder first, why when he, opened the, when he opened it first, he didn't just say like, all right, I'm coming in. He like made you leave. Or you left on your own accord. Well, yeah, well, I, I left on my own. I see how you got spooked, and he probably wasn't for sure if you were there for that or whatever. No, I he was must have spooked. been for sure. He was squatting. I was. Well, that was, I was later. Squatting. Also, if you feel like Dipper's winking at you, he's just got a terrible style on his eye. He's been doing um, it the whole time, and we never explained it. He can't see out of one of his eyes right now. I've got Girl. all this goop in there. This you think anab- he's flirting? Antibiotic okay, so goop in my left were you, eye. Were you eating dirty butt and got a sigh? No, but he was. No, we'll talk about it later. No, we're going to talk about it now, right? He was at a wild spanking party. I went to. So I think he was. He maybe spanked some people a little hard and got a little toot toot and the beep beep. You know what I mean? (laughs) Toot toot. No, here's the thing it's not pink eye. I went to the urgent care. They said it's not pink eye. It's just the sty. I also, for the first time in, I don't know, years, 
had makeup on my eye last week for oh, a cameo in a it. video shoot. And I and don't I know that I cleaned properly afterwards because I'm just not used or to I that. I don't know if they clean those brushes. It, it was, was a new it was a new video. mascara wand. I saw oh. him take it out of the plastic. So but whatever it is, it is a sty, but it is already like draining. <laughs> but but yeah, so that's what I've been because I just the the medication you apply it like eyeliner, but it's like a goopy antibiotic gel, and then it just stays on your eye, so it like blurs your vision all day long. You just feel like you have goop in your eye. You've had goop in your eye, huh, Mother Teresa? What are your other What are your other public sex stories? Can I tell the spanking story? <laughs> yeah, get to it, <laughs> people. <laughs> Um, Where does one have a spanking party? I found out about a spanking party. It's a monthly event that happens in Los Angeles. Has Did very you find t- out on Scruffies? No. Scruffies? That's not a thing. Sniffies? Are you thinking about Sniffies, Sniffies. or Scruff? Mother, Mother Teresa Tree- is trying on jewelry, re- walking around. On. She's, she's putting a wig she on. She had to move. She's she got to put, put a wig a, on. A little hat on. Meatball is a flying concealer. I've and I'm putting, winking I've a goopy eye. I got a busy day. I want to look fresh and throaty. So I, I heard about this party, and I have spanked one or two people before. I told this story on the podcast a long time ago. I did a role play scene with a guy who wanted me to, like, reprimand him for, like, sneaking into my office and looking at files or showing up late to work or like come up with some scenario. And then I, I stayed fully clothed. He sat across my lap. I spanked him with a wooden spoon. I broke the spoon in half on his ass. And then he came in my lap while I was spanking him. So that had been my previous spanking experience. And I found out that there was a spanking party um, in LA. And so I went to it this weekend. And when I tell you, this was one of the most unique and incredible experiences that I've ever had. There, very explicitly in the invite, it says there's no sexual activity allowed at the party that isn't directly related to spanking. There can be no fucking. There can be no sucking. There can be no... It's like only if you are spanking or being spanked do they want that to be sexual? They're like, please don't jerk each other off. We only if that's like a part of the spanking procedure or process or whatever. And so everyone was fully clothed. Mother Teresa just took a hit of poppers. She's getting into this story. <laughs> She's about to goon hard. I'm everyone... jerking off. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Wait, we got to talk about gooning after we'll this. We'll talk about the, the final segment will be about gooning. Every um, everyone who was there was in a mask. Everyone was fully clothed. And the most interesting thing, because there was a part of it, you had to show your vaccine. You had to wear a mask the whole time while you were there. And everyone was fully clothed. And people would get fully naked when it was time to receive a spanking. And then they would get fully dressed again. We were at this sex club that had like a long corridor with different rooms. So one room was like a school. One room was a medical room. One room was a jail. And then a couple of the other rooms just had like fuck benches and like crosses to string people up on there a were, jail there were rigs in the ceiling prison, honey prison honey <laughs> i like that wig uh there were, there were rigs in the ceiling to like rig up like slings on like mechanical chains to like move them around girl let's go so, so i let's she's, go and she's then, the, sweet, and then the, the sweetie <laughs> meme it's like when you hear about a spanking party in la <laughs> let's and go. then the sweetie meme let's go so um 
Oh, that's a rubber child wig. That's what that looks like. <laughs> oh, she wears it backwards. That looks like it stays wet. It does. <laughs> it has like mold in it at this point. Yeah. So, um, so when I walk in, you also when you walk in, you get a little sticker, and the sticker means uh, top, bottom, switch, or voyeur. Just looking, so you can go and just watch. How much is it to do this? Uh, fifteen bucks. Okay. Twenty bucks. And how long? Like uh, and how long are you there for? The party was five hours. I was there for about ninety minutes. I would say. Five hours. Five and hours. they have refreshments. for six. I got out on the <laughs> Out on the, I waited in my car. Out on the out patio. Out on the lanai. You could, out on the patio, they could do, you could do chips. Uh, there were sodas. They had little I snacks. I wouldn't have had any of that. With, I don't eat snacks if ass is out. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so did, did any, was anyone able to come at said event? Like you said that this man came basically hands free. Anyway, get to the spent. part where you hurt, you, you were slapping so hard you hurt Okay, yourself. so I'm getting there. So um, <laughs> the other, the other accessory, the other trend alert, if you will, was everyone had a lot of, the, a lot of the men had their little bag. And so one of them was like a sports bag, like a gym bag. One was a briefcase. One man in particular had just like an oversized white hefty trash bag. But they all, they all brought their spanking accoutrement. So one guy had just like dowel rods. Other people had belts, paddles. Like they all had different things that they used. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of props. Like this is a prop heavy experience. <laughs> but also I learned why. Because um, I, some guy came up to me and was like, hey, I haven't seen you here before. And I was like, yeah, I know. This is my first time. He was like, well, have you played with anyone yet? And I'm like, no. And he was like, well, do you want to find a room? And I was like, let's do it. I took this man into the medical room. There was no role play involved. He dropped his pants. I spanked him in his jeans and then his underwear and then his bare ass. And when I tell you I spanked the ever loving shit out of this man my hand was swollen and bright red this was on saturday today is what tuesday only today does my hand feel normal again it was i i spanked him so hard and he was in true and utter ecstasy and i kept checking in with him and he was like this is incredible this is all i want this is so fantastic he was like i can't believe you've never been to one of these before and i'm going ham on his ass right um, it was a, it was really good sort of connected, like good experience. And afterwards I like, I had to go find, I found the kitchen, which was kind of off limits. And I went into the freezer and I found ice and I made like a little ice pack for my hand because oh, so now I you're was just walking around people's houses. I, well, it was a sex club. It was like now the break room around. at an what office. What kind of sex club has a kitchen? Well, one that's like a break room. There's like a, there was a coffee machine and a dishwasher and a, you know, for food. But I... I had to ice my hand, and then I overheard. That was just another fantasy room. There was like a break room, set up, like fantasy a room. of like just a regular break room in an office. Yeah, I'm but, gonna spank you with frozen peas. Yeah, exactly. Aww. And then I overheard him in the corner. This was a real ego boost, and something I needed this weekend. I was like walking down the corners mm-hmm. corridor because all the room doors are open. No one closes mm-hmm. the door, so everyone can sort of watch what other people are doing. And there was like a little break area at the end, and I overheard him sort of 
He was like, I don't know. I'd never seen him before. He took me in that room. I got to tell you, I'm still on cloud nine. It was so good. He was like singing my praises to other people and you wear a name tag. So they like say your name. He was like, oh yeah, this is his name. What's your fake name? What's your fake name at the club? I use my real name. Yes. And so, uh, so he was like, he was like, rec- it was like a Yelp review. He was like recommending people to get spanked. And I walked in and he was like, oh, here he is right now. And I like held up my hand and I was like, I'm tapped out for the day. I'm sorry. He would have been like, went you got another kitchen. hand. You should have went to the kitchen and grabbed yeah, but a spoon. My left, I have my wrist injury. I'm no, broken. he has used a spoon before and he broke a spoon over someone's butt. So... The interesting thing, the, my takeaway from this party is that uh, the soundscape was incredible. When you, because there wasn't any music. Playing, yeah, we're both looking at you like you're crazy. And there wasn't a lot of talking. And so if you were just like walking in the corridor, you would hear like. And then if there were like multiple people getting spanked, it was like sounded almost like a round of applause and then you would hear people get really excited and then it would be like and it would like build up and get faster and then there would even be rhythms that were like like two-handed like and you know that's a, how you know he's a real rapper because he can hear a rhythm <laughs> in anything you know what i mean he hears it and he's like i could that's a million dollar song right there yeah, like any of my songs. Such an inspiration. What an inspiration. Songs. But let me tell you, it was like an amazing experience. I told my trainer about it uh, today when we were working out, and he was like, I'll go with you next time and watch. So you'll let Let's your go. trainer go. So you'll let your trainer go. So, okay, so. But so now I'm too much for your trainer, but you get to talk to him about fucking slapping ass in a sex club, but I can't go work out with y'all. That makes sense. I'm bringing Wait, Donnell to work out. Is that true? Yeah, he won't let me work out with his trainer. He says I'd be too much. Too much? You know, he's too much energy. Meatball, that... do you want to... I can also, talk to Dipper, him. Uh, no, I, that's fine. Also, Dipper, Dipper goes on hikes with some old daddy porn star and then tried to convince me that he didn't suck his dick. I know he's lying. I haven't sucked his dick. Mm, um, lies. You know anyway, what, Meatball? After you know the, what, Meatball? When we come I'm... back from the... <laughs> I'm always the friend who is like, oh, maybe we should invite her because she, like, you know, is a lot sometimes. So um, for that, I say, Big Dipper, you should be ashamed of yourself. And oh, um, Meatball would be a fabulous person to work out with, even though you know she's just going to sweat in the corner and disassociate. <laughs> and on that, we'll go to break. <laughs> We are back, and the question of the hour is: What do is you know? Gooning. Oh yeah, what is gooning? But also, do you know Wicked? Oh, do you know Wicked? And if <laughs> you if you could do the alphabet riff while you were, you were gooning, kid. while you were gooning, what would it sound? And I'm like? sure it was pretty popular around the time that you were in musical theater stuff. It would be like penis. <laughs> <laughs> Cock and balls. Fuck yeah! <laughs> right? The way the audio just like it yeah, was it too just much. Cut that it just out. Like, 
Um, wow. Uh, I'll send you my Skype name after this, babe. Your sc- oh, so gooning only happens on Skype. It's not a not Zoom. Only. Why don't you do it on Zoom? There are Zoom. There, there's a lot of Zoom chats, uh, Zoom links that are that are given throughout can the I, day. Can I try to give a definition of what gooning is, and then you correct me if it's wrong? Oh my god, yeah, let's do it. So it's when two people <laughs> jerk. Well, I guess it doesn't need to be two people. It's just someone sends just jerks off their dick but doesn't come for it's like edging but even longer and you just talk about your dick and you make weird faces um yeah i would say i mean obviously there's more of like a professional way to word that you know like it out an overexpressive, um, a primal uh, role play in the sense that you are uh, edging for what would sh- what should be hours um, and hitting poppers, tongue out, drooling, eyes backwards, et cetera, et cetera. Is that like popper baiting? Yeah. And I feel like the- popper baiting definitely is in the same family of gooning. Uh, a lot had, of people, a lot of people think that they need poppers in order to goon. But if you're an actress like myself, you can just like whip it out at any time. So you're not. So, wait, you, so, so you're <laughs> not me, feeling Paul. the. She got a face full of concealer on. <laughs> you're not feeling the, the ecstasy and like actually doing it. You're just pretending that you're gooning. No, I definitely am pleasuring myself uh, for sure. Um, and exposing myself for sure. Uh, but a lot of people from, you know, the few months that I've been doing this, I've noticed that a lot of people uh, seem to have a difficult time, like, letting loose. Like, the thing about gooning is that you are, like, not holding anything back, essentially. And what kind of look do you serve when you're gooning? Can you goon for us right now? <laughs> um, I actually just wrote um, a piece for my zine that I came out with called Sisterhood of the Traveling Breastplate. Um, and in it, it states um, that after this like popper bait session that I had on Zoom, I am disassociating staring at my human wigs and breastplate across the room that were like thrown on the floor from a gig the night before. Um, and I just was like basically expressing how I was thinking in that moment about how I would never hop onto the Zoom call in a human unit or with long earrings um, or even with nails for that matter. I've been like literally removed from bait room situations like because I had long acrylic nails on, which I didn't think would be necessarily an issue until no, someone I feel was like, like would be into it. Someone was yeah. like, bro, what the fuck? And literally removed me from the Zoom call. And I was like, <gasps> I guess they didn't like the color. Yeah, was it now? Was it a nude oval tip or what? Is an active leg? Um, my co my lovely coworker decided to describe it as the Peter Griffin nail. Uh, when Peter Griffin oh, has right. long, long raspberry red nails and is like on the computer. <laughs> yes, <raspberry laughs> yes, that's red. that was the reference that they said. And um, after that, I removed the nails immediately. <gasps> Girl, Peter Griffin, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but the, her nails are lit in that yeah, one moment. Yeah, those are great nails. I mean, maybe Yeah, her nails are great. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> we had a we had a person on the show uh I don't know, 6 months ago now named Will 
Tantra, Daddy Will Daddy. Tantra. Tan- and he oh. it makes porn and does like tantric sex practices. And he's really into gooning. Loves that a good sounds goon. so familiar. He you talks might know about, his tweeter. Yeah, he talks about like jerking off for an hour every night as like self care, like to make time for yourself and play with your dick and like how his your penis, penis has power. and like yeah, all of that. So he's really mm. into gooning. I do find um like a little weird scenarios for sure in like the online bait scene. Um, like obviously like penis praisal, like I guess like, but you know, just a little weird when like everyone's baiting and someone's like, hail penis. And you're like, work sis. Hail penis. <laughs> yeah, no, there's like definitely this like, um, dare I say like penis, uh, hierarchy of like I don't know it's so weird it is so weird and I, I I feel like I have been enjoying it slash also studying it because I'm like this is this is like, how I feel about like like even going to that party <laughs> like I had a great time spanking that guy but I'm also like but weird but weird. like I love the like anthropology behind it is that the right word? oh my god absolutely yeah, yeah speaking of parties there is a masturbation party uh, in New York called New York Jacks. And um, I've I'm been working familiar. at this photo studio in uh, Midtown for the longest. And truth be told, I, I work at, on the same street. Like <gasps> the, the place that they use, like the venue that they use for these sex parties is literally my neighbor at <gasps> work. Have you, so on, I, um... have you gone? I always like get out of work and I'm always like, do I go? Is it you the should... spot on... Um... Yes, God. Dippers. (laughs) Yeah, well, they have um, bear parties there too. Yeah, that's what I've been to. And it's it's this it's this wild place. We'll bleep the name, just you know, because I think part. Here's the other thing: is to go back to your point. Some people have been critical of Meatball and I talking about cruising and sniffies because they're like, don't blow up the spot. You know what I mean? And like you were talking about the Marriott and like how now all the kids are going there because you've been like telling the story and posting about it. Well, it closed uh, during... Um, it oh, closed the bathroom for... was closed? I literally tried to... Sorry, my thing fell out. I tried to um, do a portrait series there of the toilets in the bathroom. I was going to put floral arrangements in the toilets of that Marriott and photograph them for a zine that I was working on about, um, well, it was like it t- kind of touching on like public queer sex. Like right. why, why, why queers in the first place, like had to find places like bathrooms um, to have sex in because they couldn't have sex anywhere else. Um, so and your zines are, how many have you released so far? Um, I don't actually know. I think maybe eight, or nine, oh, wow. um, but they I bought they the all most kind recent of one. Did you receive it? No, not yet. Okay, work. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, have, the, I have, I have, sh- I have sh- uh, shipping tracking. So, um, yeah, if it doesn't come within this week, let me know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. She said, "Okay, work." No, but the point I was trying to make is that you were saying that sometimes people can't really let go on like the gooning session, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think I think part of the reason people who like cruising or like sex parties or like public sex or like anonymous is they feel like 
whatever the facade of their life, I think, especially with social media for people who are performers, for people who are, you know, eye roll here, insert eye roll here, building a brand when they can have this like fully anonymous experience with a person and they can really sort of let all their guard down. I think they like it. That's why I like going, you know, to that party. And what I love about that party in New York is it's like this really nondescript building. You like go up to the, well, maybe I shouldn't say that either. But then you walk in the room. Um, and you and, wonder why you have a sty. And you walk in the room. And don't, don't, you need to shame me here, people. You walk in the room. The entire room is just a big room with a handful of leather couches. And, you know, the, the drapes are closed tight. So it's like sort of dark in there. There is no other function. This isn't someone's apartment that they open up on a couple days. It's like this space is just for different people to throw sex events at. And I just sort of love that, that it's in the middle of like the bustling metropolis, like up the street from your job. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been very tempting to to go up there. Sometimes I'll like catch an occasional cutie like walking up and I'll be outside and I always am like, what's on the menu tonight? And they're always like, oh, it's a bear party. You're like, oh, it's like a little masturbation thing. Oh. Um, but I, I've been tempted to go for New York Jacks only because I think like the concept of just like jerking off with a bunch of people like sounds hot. I've done like one or two sex parties before COVID here uh, that were very like penetrative based and I don't know if that's necessarily my vibe well it's hard because everyone is just focused on where the anal who's got the butt and where the dick's going in the anal yeah yeah it's I mean it's hot don't get me wrong like love to watch someone getting like pounded out boots but also I'm like can't we just like you know like be cute and like jerk our penises and finger each other Mouth, well, apparently, mouth. apparently, you're not allowed to like at this party, like the spanking party. You can only jerk off. You are right. apparently not allowed to like touch each other. You can like oh, jerk someone weird. off. You can jerk someone off, but I don't even know if kissing's allowed. Um, I don't, I don't think sucking is allowed. Like you can't like. Just oh, I wouldn't fuck. be it's... there. I love to suck a dick. Now, speaking about sucking dicks, let's move on to our last and final segment. This is. We have been doing this As for 40 if, minutes. Right. I know, As but now if, I like, want to get a very thing. specific, don't wink at me, you look like Popeye. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of, because of my eye, I've been kind of making bear face the whole show. I know, it's really sending me, to be you, honest. I'm sure you make bear face at the sex parties all the time. How? So you're always, I'm constantly going like this. I'm constantly like trying to see who someone <laughs> is. They have such bad image. Meatball, that is not bear. No, you know, you know what? You I, doing, I learned how to do that. Looks like Pat from SNL. I, I learned how to do the bear, the bear smart. How do you and do it? Specifically, it is like going like this, like tucking in both of your, your lips and then, mm-hmm. and then kind of like moving it to the side. Um, and someone actually told me a bear, a bear told me that um, the bear smirk was invented because. Uh, these like macho like mask men on Growler wanted to uh, not come off as so serious and wanted to like look, you know, wanted to be like kind of happy looking while also maintaining this like masculine vibe in the photo. You also have someone, to furrow your brow, I think. Someone explained that to me and I literally that lost my makes life. kind of sense because it's like yeah. I have to show personality, but I can't be a sissy. 
Right. I'm a bear. God, God forbid, God forbid I'm smiling and showing you my Brita filter teeth. It's like a little bit of a Katie Holmes side smile. I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> um, Meatball, you said you wanted to tell a really specific fuck talk story. I didn't say that. I wanted Mother Teresa to tell us one of her famous fuck talk stories. Well, technically, the cruising story in the Marriott uh, was absolutely a fuck talk. Um, but, hmm, I don't know. I mean, speaking of, like, toilets and bathrooms, Love I do it. have this one one story. Um, back in the day in Florida when I lived with my family, there was this, like, 5'2 Santa Claus that I used to hook up with. Yes, bitch. And <laughs> he, like, lived in some, like... Uh, I guess retirement home scenario in like fucking Pompano Beach, Florida. I don't even know where I was. Um, but when we first originally started hooking up, it would be at like parks and stuff. So we were like getting it on in this park bathroom and we hear a door open and uh, my my man's got it together and like ran quickly and moved to the sink while I was still at the urinal um, with my heart on pointed into the urinal, like pretending like I was peeing and all of the, all of a sudden I hear good morning and I look over and it's a cop <sighs> who had entered, who had entered the bathroom. And so I like zip up my boner and move to the sink. And I look at this guy in the mirror and I was like, Oh my fucking God. Like we would have just been so, that would have been so bad. You would have been arrested. That's for, so oh my God. Intense. Love. Uh, indecent exposure or some shit like that. Absolutely love. Wow. And then you decided I'm an adult. I live in New York. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I honestly, it's been, it's been a moment since I've like done something like that. I think the last time was possibly uh, like a few months ago in the summertime. Uh. I like kept revisiting Reese Beach's bathroom, like praying to God someone would cruise me. Um, and this like barefoot man did. And I was like, you are not wearing shoes in a public bathroom. Why do I think that's so hot? <laughs> um, yeah, it was just, you know, one of those like buttholes that you eat and then you have a sore throat afterwards. That was the vibe. Or a pink eye afterwards. It's a fucking sty. Let's end the show. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Sloppy Seconds with one of my favorite Brooklyn Queens, Mother Teresa. Mother, hey. where can everyone find you? And order your zine that comes in the mail eventually. Yeah. Um, my my zine, the zine, uh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Breastplate, uh, recently sold out. Oh. Um, they it was to raise funds for a rent balance that we had uh, for COVID, my roommates and I. Um, so I will possibly, I'm, I think I might be working on another zine, hopefully with um, Ciro, which is a awesome uh, queer shoe brand in Brooklyn. Um, yes, they make heels that for is a, big feet. That is a unspoken uh, secret, hush, hush, NDA. Oh, here on the public um, forum of where, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, no, we, I, I think we might be working on one, so... Uh, Stay tuned for that. They can, y'all can check me at Mother Teresa, which is M T H R T R S A on Instagram. And you can also catch my OnlyFans. No, I'm kidding. Um, you can also catch my uh, scat book. No, I'm kidding. Um, you can also <laughs> catch me on. <laughs> you can catch this type five. You can catch me on Bait World um, at. <laughs> um, 
And yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me. Honestly, it's so crazy that I have like the bear community socialites like interviewing me. It's like so crazy. Well, I'm not part of the bear community. Only really, really because your growler booking says otherwise, Miss Mary Magdalene. Oh, she's booked on Growler. <laughs> well, because remember, I had to download the Growler to be uh, have the shows. Uh-huh. Girl, also, I I just need to tell Dipper this. Um, the first time I ever met uh, Miss Meatball, uh, Toto dragged me across the bar and was like, "You got to meet Meatball." And I like she pulls up with my with my wrist in her hand and is like, "Meatball, this is my sis from Miami, Mother Teresa." And me and Meatball look at each other and for some reason the only thing I could bark out of my mouth was we talked on Growler and Meatball <laughs> Meatball Meatball looks at me and goes, "Shots!" and runs to the bar for a shot. That's an and amazing that was, story. That was our that introduction. Was our first meeting. I that think, I've Feel like my first time meeting you was at Brook was in Brooklyn at House was of that Yes, three dollar bill. House of Yes, House of Yes. Oh, for the DragCon party. And I think Meatball, what? a lot of our listeners can expect that kind of shots behavior at your party on October twenty third. October twenty third, Fat Slut. It's been announced. October twenty third, precinct. My party. It's called Fat Slut. There will be a midnight e- sexy eating competition. So if you would like to compete, please message me at Spiciest Meatball on Instagram and we can get you signed Get a flight, up. Mother Teresa, because I assume Whoa. it's an ass-eating competition. <laughs> oh, I haven't decided on the food yet, but it's whoever eats it the sexiest. And we will have a very special fat guest judge. It should be chili. <laughs> No, I don't. It's okay, precinct. I don't want to make a mess. I'm going to have to clean I'm up honestly, after. Honestly, I'm obsessed with that. that Did is you so get yeah, Trisha Paytas? We also have PJ performing guest and cornbread. And we have Go Go Zaddy. We oh, have yeah. Princess Beefcake. We have oh, yeah. Avery as one of the Go Go's. And all the fat dicks. A, got the biggest dicks on the, on the blocks, on my boxes. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball, Big Dipper Jelly, or Sloppy Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Fat Drag Meatball. And don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. You can call in with a fuck talk story to 213-536-9180 or email at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Goodbye. Doodle-doo-doo. Forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 